0: hey everybody welcome to the 21 minutes or less podcast today we have rayani on and she's the director and founder of 3d girls which is you know a nonprofit organization whose mission is to educate and empower young men women to be advocates for themselves and their family but can you first start by telling us you know how did 3d girls come apart
1: well i started girls in 2012. I worked as an educator in Atlanta and it just was my um, outreach project to kind of help give back to the young ladies who were at my school that kind of drew close to me. And so I started it with hopes of being a mentor. Like I had many mentors growing up in school. So it was just a project initially.
0: Okay. And so, how did you know you wanted to move it from just like a passion project into actually having a whole non-profit?
1: Well, I went to school for a nonprofit management. I have my graduate degree in family studies and human services. And so, being in the human service field was always something that I wanted to do. And I guess I was just waiting for the opportunity to figure out how I was going to do that. And so. And you know, finishing graduate school, I decided to go ahead and get incorporated,
0: and started moving towards you know making it official. Got you. And so dealing with so many young women, you know, how do you find time to actually focus on your own self-care and being able to do things that you enjoy and finding that balance?
2: Well,
1: I think part of it is honestly learning how to balance, through it all. I have two small children that, um, you know, when I was younger and I started the organization, you know, I was a new mom. And so um, just figuring out what I wanted to do has been a large part of finding balance because for a long time I was just doing things and kind of putting myself on the back burner. And so, being a mom, having a business, going to school, and working was a lot. And so, once I started to, you know, focus on what it is that I actually wanted to do and not just be doing stuff, I think I started to realize that self care and prioritizing my own time
2: was a part of that process as well. Okay. Um, so, going back to your nonprofit, um, 3D Girls. What type of initiatives do you all do for the community?
1: So we have three programs. We have a youth-based mentoring program. And right now it's pivot season because we had to change a lot seeing that schools are closed and we can't do face-to-face mentoring. So we have a virtual mentoring initiative called Girls Linked Up. And a part of that is a subscription box. So we offer a subscription box uh, to the participants in the program once a month that has so things that they can connect with, resources, uh, hair bows, products, books, um, journal prompts, STEM resources, and we meet after school, Monday to Thursday, for about two hours to kind of go through some of the materials in the box and the things that they need to build social and emotional wellness. We also have a prenatal and parent education program where we foster, um, we foster um, integrity commitment and empowerment by offering resources on prenatal health, um, maternal health, and and, uh, we work to increase infant mortality. And so we have community baby showers, and right now we do everything virtually and we have done COVID relief where we've offered diapers, white, and feminine hygiene products to mothers who are in need. So we have packaged and distributed over 400 care packages over the past six months. Mm -hmm. Lastly, we have a social and emotional wellness initiative called Drip, and it kind of blends art and science together as a way of cultivating creative healing, and so we use group parties, group STEM activities, group DIY activities to kind of get people together and to, you know, foster a community that thinks and connects with one another in
2: effort to build positive mental health habits okay all of those sound awesome I actually had the pleasure of um being a part of the care package um distribution with you I, I think I um volunteered with you twice so yeah. yeah I really um enjoyed it I love giving back to the community So that's why I wanted you to kind of give a a little background on what you do, just in case any of our listeners are, you know, love to volunteer anything. They'll know the things that you do to be able to reach out to you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know,
1: times are changing, and the way volunteerism is in the light of COVID is very different, but we do have opportunities for people to serve. We are a growing organization and so we are connecting and looking for people who can you know perhaps mentor on our virtual offer
2: resources experts in STEM um and volunteers who would help us to continue to
0: grow and impact people so I yes here. that's awesome okay so I definitely love that initiatives as well I think it's really important you know definitely have like you said, subscription boxes or things that people can look forward to each month. Um, For you as a business owner, though, and as far as, like, you know, constantly, like you said, growing and trying new things, like, how do you know when, you know, it is time to try new things or it is time to switch it up versus, you know, just having, like, a regular nine to five, like, actually stepping outside the box and going with doing a non-profit like how do you know when it's just time to switch things up or try something new
1: I don't think you actually are ever for sure about when that time is I think it's a same thing and you just have to move and allow God to um, push you through I am fortunate to have people in my circle who are experiencing the same push and so I have accountability partners to help me um, through those struggles of not knowing and through those struggles of fear. Um, but I don't think you ever know when the right time is. I think you just have to be bold enough and courageous enough to take that leap of faith and follow mm. through. It.
0: And what do you look for in the accountability partners?
1: Um, definitely somebody who is
2: reassuring.
1: Um, I have, and I'm actually coming off of a self-care weekend with my business assistant. Um We met in a fellowship program, and so they keep me accountable, they all are empowering business women and so it's all about surrounding yourself with people who are you know, inspirations to you not only inspirations but who will fill your cup and so um, I think it's just a a fine balance of of skills resources that you have to have people. once once you realize that people aren't adding value to your life it's okay to remove them, it's okay to step away from them, I don't think we truly grow unless we recognize that the seasons
0: that we're in you know every season changes so your environment changes so you have to be okay with that you have to accept that in order Mm to move forward I definitely think that's important Um, you know how do you have those uncomfortable conversations where you realize you know I have to get rid of this person or take a step back you know just for my mental health and my life and my growth like how do you have those uncomfortable conversations and cut people off
1: in my past and in my experience, I didn't have those conversations initially. It was just like a selfish decision to say, you know, my peace needs to be protected at this time. And maybe when I'm in a more um, comfortable space to talk about it, that's when I can talk about it. Or when I'm in a position where, you know, I feel that the person is ready to receive, you know, difficult information. But I don't think you should spend most of your time, or I'm not in the stage in my life right now where I want to spend majority of my time arguing or you know having difficult conversations with people who are adding value to your life so if it's somebody that you love and you are able to connect with them and you're able to speak with them then yes you take the time to be upfront and direct and say you know what you said or what you did is it bothered me and if you learn you know if people can't receive that directly you know you got to beat around the bush and all those things, it's not worth having a conversation at that point in time. So you might have to wait. You might have to pray about it. You might have to just move forward until that time where you can kind of have a reckoning comes comes up. Otherwise, you know, you'll be wasting time. You'll waste emotional energy trying to fix something that probably shouldn't even be fixed
2: at that point. Mm, Yes, I definitely totally agree. I know earlier you mentioned... um, you know, getting your graduate degree and now that you have your degree and been working in your field for so many years, what do you do for self-development? Like, do you do ongoing trainings? Um, do you read up on things, just the podcast? Like, what do you do to for self-development? Absolutely. So, I do daily
1: devotionals um, just to keep my mental and my spiritual in alignment. Um, definitely worship and go to church virtually um, in terms of like professional development, I'm constantly learning, constantly learning what the needs are in my field, so I know if I'm helping people, I need to know that I'm needed, and so if I don't know the research and I don't know the stats that are aligned with that, then how effective am I going to be? You know, you can't just say I want to feed the homeless and not know stats and, you know, information about homeless people. You have to be informed, and so I think you know, constantly going to webinars um, that the state may host, I find opportunities to learn. I'm a natural learner. I love learning. Um, and another thing that has been interesting for me that I didn't know about prior to, like, two years ago is fellowship programs. And these are places where you build community with people who are like-minded. So it's kind of like an internship for groups and you learn and you go through these development um, stages whatever you know your interests are you can probably find a fellowship for it And so you meet with professionals and you know have different accelerated groups that help you to launch and get empowered about your project or whatever it is that you're doing so those are the spaces where i feel in this season are the best places for me to learn especially since i'm not in any formal school i just registered for like a course at cornell university for women's entrepreneurship so There are opportunities right now where people can learn and grow, you know, to do do more than what they're doing, but you have to be willing and open to research them
2: and find them. I actually went through that entrepreneurship program with eCornell, and it was very helpful. Um, I still use some of the resources that they um, gave us, Uh and uh, we are part of a Facebook group, so I look forward to uh, connecting with you um, through the Facebook group once you complete your certification. So, for you,
0: what does your day-to-day look like, your actual, like, self-care routine? Like, what's things you're doing for your morning routine or things you do throughout the day to um, consistently just take time for yourself? Well, I wish I knew,
1: girl. If you know anything that can help me with that day-to-day, that would be awesome. <laughs> but, no, um, I'm dealing with, you know, my kids with virtual school. So, every day pretty much looks different because um the work that I'm doing and so I haven't found my I haven't found my my way as a kid as to how I'm going to do that but what I do is at like 9 o'clock I shut everything down for the evening and it's just my time to reset um, like I literally have to get my kids boundaries, like close my door things that I never had to do before to just like let them know that this is my time and, you know, whether it's just me watching TV or, you know, taking a hot bath, like, I really am learning how to take care of myself in this season because there's just so many things that we're dealing with that we never had to deal with before. And so it's like, okay, this is a fine time to prioritize how to take care of myself. Getting my hair done, getting my nails done, you know, separating myself from all the things, giving myself quiet time It's probably the most consistent thing that I've, I've done.
2: Yes, I love it. I want to ask you about um, the nonprofit sector. Are there any misconceptions um, that you think nonprofits have? And like, where are those? And I guess, can you give some positive things um, as far as um, nonprofits besides just giving back to the community?
1: Yeah, so I work as a consultant, so I work with startup nonprofits to help them build a strong foundation. When I started my nonprofit, I was very intentional about not just being another nonprofit and mm-hmm. definitely trying to have an identity that wasn't like Girl Scouts, that wasn't like Cool Girls and all of these mentoring programs, but really um, working towards a, a support plan and being here for long, the long run. And so I think a lot of people think that when you start a nonprofit, it's just going to be easy. We get to give it out. and you know, it's a lot of groundwork, but a lot of people that I have had conversations with or who want advice don't realize that, you know, structure is very important. Like 3 I'll be able to get grants. Well, you have to work for grants. You have to know how to write. You have to have those skills or have the budget to pay the people who do have those skills in order for you to achieve that. And so I think a lot of people really think that it's easy to build um, from the bottom, you know, some type of, of, of initiative that gives back to others. Service work is so hard and it requires a lot of, of hard work, but it's hard work. So I think people are so connected to the Hard work that they forget—that is hard work. That you really have to
2: have your,
1: you know, your head in the game, and you have to be committed to the process
2: of becoming mm. what it is that you want to become. Okay. Yeah, I think it was, it was good. Speaking of um, mindset, like, what mindset or belief system do you think every entrepreneur should have?
1: It's hard to say what everybody else should have. Um, because some, everything doesn't work for everybody. And so where one entrepreneur might, you know, be okay with staying up till 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, getting work done, I've learned that, you know, at 9 o'clock it's time for me to start winding down for my own mental health. You know, I think everybody who desires to be a entrepreneur must, you know, have that, have that hustle about them but you know there's definitely a need hang on so I think everybody should have you know a desire and an ambition about themselves that they want to see their dream or their vision come to pass I don't think you can be an entrepreneur without
0: having that quality thank you for that I think that's very very true so if you could, please give our listeners maybe, like, one to two gems that, like, they can start to apply to their own lives or their businesses, whether it's for self-care, um, tips about owning a business, but just things that they can apply and actually begin to use in their lives. Um, can you please drop some gems It could be, like, one or two things that, you know, you just feel that our listeners will get some- value from, whether it's about self-care or entrepreneurship? So I do
1: believe that um, as an entrepreneur, our first instinct, you know, when we're starting something, we think, we think that, you know, the people around us will be the first ones to support us, you know, whether it be family or friends. And um, I think that's a big misconception. Um, I, I know when I first started my organization, I looked for my friends to, you know, love my idea and embrace my idea, and that did not happen. And over time, a lot of people who I was connected with, um, I became disconnected with. And, you know, for a long time, I was really hurt by that and got in my feelings about that. But, you know, I think what God has for us is for us, and he will send the resources and the tools that you need to get whatever it is that he's placed on your heart to do and so that's the process that i have to go through just realize that you know everybody may not support your vision or your dream and that is okay don't hold people to a standard that they should but you know just realize that you know everybody's in your life for a season and a reason and the sooner you realize what that reason is when that season is over the better you'll be and the more productive you will be in moving forward um additionally um, you may have a plan you may have a vision but it may not work out that way it, it. you could be the most organized person in the world don't get disappointed if it doesn't happen the way you want it to happen if it doesn't happen it just means it, it's not the time or the place and if it is perfectly aligned, if it's a part of God's will then by all means he's going to make it happen Mm-hmm. And it might not be the way you want it, it to happen, and you have to be accepting of that. I think a lot of times entrepreneurs can be very hard on themselves, and you know, you don't have a boss, and you, you are you are the one that is criticizing. And you know, you do your own evaluations, you do your own PDPs. you put yourself on a plan of action.
2: And a lot of times we
1: can be overcritical of over, over the decisions and the things that we do for ourselves. So I just want people to know that you have the power to give yourself grace you know if you're an entrepreneur working you have deadlines that you create you know you may have clients and different things like that but make time for yourself make time and give yourself grace to finish the things that you need to finish and then make time for yourself prioritize you in that process thank you know where they can find you on social media yeah, so our Instagram is 3D Girls Inc. 3D Girls Inc. And our website is www.3dgirlsinc.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter under those names. So please definitely follow us, reach out to us at info3dgirlsinc.org at if you would like to volunteer or would be interested in learning more about the work that we do.
0: Thank you. And then y'all can go ahead and follow our pages as well for the podcast. On Instagram and Facebook is at 21 Minutes or Less. On YouTube is 21 Minutes or Less Podcast. And then you can follow our
2: personal pages.
0: Mine is at Keisha Malana.
2: And mine is Miss Motherfuck21 and my
0: SS. And again, we just thank y'all for listening. And we'll see y'all on the next episode.